Hey there, I am Ifeelua Kisha. This is my podcast and you are welcome. Okay, so here I talk about purpose and how it relates to love, faith and life generally. And I also share my experiences to make it relatable. So, I always love you to listen, share the link and send in your reviews. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast. So I know it's been a while since the last episode, but yeah, trust me, I'm back. I'm back with with awesome contents and I trust that God's going to help me this time around. (laughs) Okay, so compliments of the season. Yeah, it's that time of the year again, Christmas, New Year and stuff like that. So today I'll be talking about Thanksgiving. Now I know I've talked about the power of Thanksgiving sometime, sometime on this space yeah. But that was in a different light. So this one is also in a different light. So just stay with me. Okay. So let's jump straight into it. What does it mean to be thankful? What comes to mind when you hear the word Thanksgiving? Now let me put this out. I'm not I'm not talking about Thanksgiving now because oh it's the end of the year. I mean just few days to the end of the year and everybody's in that mood of ah tour. Let me just thank God though. I mean my life is I'm I'm alive. That's what matters, right? <laughs> so let me just let me just be thankful. Last last. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Or oh, that's not why I'm talking about Thanksgiving. This is something that the Lord has been teaching me for months and I just feel like it's okay for me to share. So I may share personal experiences and stories to just uh, make it relatable. But however it goes, just stay with me, right? Now, what's, what's Thanksgiving? It's simply giving of thanks, literally breaking the two words Thanksgiving. But as simple as this sounds, it's interesting how it doesn't come easy for us, right? It, it's not something that we just wake up one morning and just start doing. Yeah, it's possible to wake up one morning and start doing it when things are rosy and good. But when things are trashy, not classy, trust me, you don't just wake up and start saying, oh, thank you, God. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's going to be very hard if we're being sincere with ourselves, right? And this is because it takes... Or it requires a certain level of intentionality to be thankful. Like I said before, you don't just wake up on bad days and just start thanking God or be thankful just like that. No, you have to be intentional about it, right? Now, First Thessalonians 5.18 talks about us giving thanks in all things, always, always. Whether it's classy, whether it's trashy, whether it's whatever, your response should be thanksgiving. That's what the scripture says in that text. Right? So, and like we all know, you cannot always wait for your feelings to align before you take take important decisions in life. And the important decision in this context is being thankful or thanksgiving. You can't wait till you feel like it. Important things in life cannot... You can't, you can't, you can't let them run on feelings. That's that's going to lead to a very destructive effect or result because most times your feelings will lie to you. How you feel will not always 
tally or always be in agreement with what the word of God says to you. So this is why you can't make important decisions like this based off of feelings or how you feel in the moment. I hope this I hope someone gets it. Now why is Thanksgiving important apart from the fact that all oh, the scripture mentioned it? Why should I be thankful? I think one of the reasons why you sh- we should be thankful is because Thanksgiving is a shield that makes the enemy confused about us. Like the man in Christ is not it's not out there for the enemy to understand, all right? I need I need somebody to really understand this. So if you're a believer of Jesus Christ and you are saved, the devil does not have access to your information. He doesn't know stuff about you, all right? I mean, we saw this in the life of Jesus Christ. Even the scripture says if the enemy had known, he wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. So it means that the enemy had no information he, he didn't know about that. He was just trying to guess. He was just trying to do stuff. He was just trying to make moves, try and error, sort of. So that's the same approach that the enemy um, brings to the life of a believer. So when he throws this at you, he throws hot at you, you respond with thanksgiving. He throws someone insulting you, you respond with thanksgiving. He throws at you someone that you, you know, fed few years ago and it's coming back to insult you and even throw you out of your house or do worse things to you i just hope someone's getting it and you respond with thanksgiving then he's like oh wow okay so what do i really do to get this person though like how do i really get this person to be in that mood where he or she is not joyful because the major aim of the enemy in all of the things that he throws at us is to steal our joy all right so this is why when I re- that's why the scripture says we should always be thankful, always be thankful, because when you always respond with thanksgiving, the enemy is confused as to what to do next. Like, oh, I threw this, you responded with thanksgiving. I threw that, you responded with thanksgiving. I threw everything at you and you responded with thanksgiving. Wow, what a man. Okay, you know what? I'll just leave you and go somewhere else, right? Like, he's confused as to what to do next about us. And that is what the scripture expects us to do. Alright, so I haven't talked about the importance of Thanksgiving a bit. I think we should talk about the enemies of Thanksgiving. What are those, those things that cannot stay in the same room with Thanksgiving? What are those things that cannot cohabit with Thanksgiving? What are those things that are enemies of Thanksgiving? Number one is unrealistic expectations. Alright, unrealistic expectations is the major reason why people think, oh, what's there to thank God about? Like, I thought by now I'd be in. Um, Miami, in Bahamas, in this other, having my holidays in Maldives or whatever. Like I thought by now, I'd have like five cars packed in my garage. I mean, three kids, one beautiful, elegant wife, or one handsome, beard gang husband or whatever. I'm just trying to say all of these things to paint a picture in your heart. Like unrealistic expectations, setting, having unrealistic timelines, unrealistic, unrealistic time frames. Oh, at this certain time. How many of I mean, I don't know about you all, but growing up, I had that thing in me on setting unrealistic timelines. Oh, yeah, at 22, I should have done this. At 25, I should have done this. I should, by 30, I should be done having children. By the, hello, hello. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I'm not saying that all of these things don't happen. 
right? There are people that actually have their all of their children before 30. There are people that, you know, do some of this stuff at so, so, so age and all that. But what I'm trying to say is, as believers, we're not the captain of our ship. We're not the God of ourselves. God is our God. He determines the times and seasons for whatever blessing he decides to give us, all right? So you'd be doing yourself a disservice by setting unrealistic timelines and saying, by this time, God should have done this for me. Remember, you're serving God. God is not serving you. You're not your own God. Neither are you God's God, all right? So your response should be thanksgiving rather than having unrealistic expectations and saying, oh, yeah, God has not done this thing for me that I said I was going to have by this time. So please, I don't think there's any reason for me to be thankful. That is the way of children. Sons see reasons to give thanks in every situation, whether good, ugly, bad, or some, or not. Right? Then the second one would be jealousy. And what jealousy does is basically... It makes you devalue what God has given to you. Why you place value on what other people have. Alright? And I know that there are certain things that fuel this thing we call jealousy. Things like social media, pressure from social media, pressure, peer pressure. Pressure from so many places, right? But the major aim of this thing called jealousy is to make you devalue the blessings of God in your life. Alright? So now you might say, oh. I mean, I'm not even blessed. What do I have? I don't have money in my account. I don't have this. I don't have that. That's the problem. That's the problem. You limit the blessings of God to material things. You limit the blessings of God to the things that you money can buy or the things your hands can handle. And that is that is um, a product of pre- peer pressure or pressure from social media because social media paints blessings as nice car, good wife, fine husband, children, traveling for vacation and whatever but in real life that is not all there is to blessings right the blessings of god Bible says makes it makes rich and adds no sorrow so it means the blessings of god goes beyond the money you have in your accounts the blessings of god is is it goes beyond all of that the blessings of god is, is as <laughs> it's as significant as the breath in your lungs because that in itself is a blessing the fact that you're alive it's a blessing in itself and you should never take it for granted right i know we say this all the time many are dead these are that 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 but it's the truth you should never take the fact that you are alive and you are healed and healthy for granted because it is the blessing of god all right so don't let jealousy make you devalue what god has given to you why you look outside and place value on what the other person have no don't let that creep into your heart that's how the devil operates and steals people's joy the number three would be forgetful heart i mean the devil's major aim is to make people forget god forget what god has done in the past forget how god saved them in the past and just focus on the things that god have god has not done or god is has done that has not manifested physically just focus on that and complain all day. But the truth of the matter is, a forgetful person can never see reasons to thank God. All right. First Timothy three, eleven talks about unthankful. I think three one talks about unthankfulness as the end time signs, last days. It says in the last days many will be unthankful, unruly, blah blah blah. So like being unthankful is an end time sign. It's a sign that 
you're being trapped by the end time spirit. All right. So let's be mindful of this. So now I'll talk about the antidotes to these vices. Number one is give thanks always. Like the scripture says in First Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks always. That is the will of God for you. Right? It's not going to be easy, but you should do it. Because you should. Now, let me talk about the life applications. Right? Like, let me break it down to the simple things we can do that really help. Write down five things you are grateful for after listening to this episode. Just write it down. I know, I know. You've probably written it before, but just write it again. Five things you are grateful for. Write it down in your journal. Write it down in the notes in your phone. Just think about it. Put them down and just like meditate and try to see how far God has brought you this year. Write down at least one thing your friend, your partner, your boss, your child, your mom, your sibling has done for you this year that really got to you. Now, you can't say that someone has not really like been good to you this year at all. No, it's not possible. So that one person that has been good to you really, your partner, your boss, your teacher, whoever, write down that one thing that the person did for you this year that really got to you. Call them and say thank you. Let's start practicing. Call them and just say, oh, I'm calling you to say thank you for being a good friend, for being a good partner, for being, for, for standing by me, for this, for that. Just call them and say thank you. Then number three will be pray for someone for the remaining days of this year. I know we have just a few days to the year, to the end of 2021. I think there's like three or four days left. But pray for someone every day. Like just pick up someone and say, okay, I'm praying for this person today. Tomorrow I'm praying for this other person. The day after I'm praying for this other person. All of these things will help us cultivate a heart of thanksgiving. Because one of the ways to also build that thankfulness is when you do not focus too much on yourself and you you know, carry the burdens of other people, then you see the need to be thankful for yourself or for what God has done in your life, all right? So you can write, you can make a list to have some sort of structures in place so that you don't forget and all of that. I mean, still in the spirit of being intentional. Then, of course, the the third one or the fourth one will be cheerfulness. We know this. Be cheerful. Everything doesn't have to align before you, be, you before you, are cheerful. I mean, even if it takes you to play your favorite song or whatever, just do whatever would make you cheerful and stay cheerful. Then the last one would be so seeds of genuine love and care. Expect nothing in return. I mean, this is really, really important. So seeds of genuine love and care. Like I said before, call that person that was good to you this year. Call him and say thank you. Not just that person that was good to you this year. Call any other person that you feel like, oh, it's been a while you spoke to the person or whatever. Call them check in, say thank you if, if if they have done something that you, you really need to thank them for, pray for them, sow seeds of genuine love and care. All of these things will help our hearts to be tender and f- make us see reasons why we should give thanks to God for ourselves and even for people around us, all right? Um, yeah, so I hope this was sinking into our hearts and also inspire you to take corresponding actions because that's what matters. It's not just about hearing it, but it's about taking action. It's about doing it that, you know, the blessings come through, all right? So I hope this word spur you to take corresponding actions this season. Thank you for sharing. Okay, I'm already saying thank you for sharing. <laughs> thank you for staying till the end of this episode. I'm sure you're going to share this with your friends and someone that you really love right so yeah catch me in the next episode for now
Bye.